0: Hello and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. Hi Rachel. Hey Vicky.
1: How are you? I'm good. Everything's good to be here.
0: Yeah it definitely is and I'm super excited about this podcast. We are actually going to um, start a series here on three ways to grow your hygiene department Great, great. and um, so we'll touch on some surface stuff today and then I really want to over the next several weeks really dive into some of these areas a little deeper because this is so important
1: and I think this is kind of getting back to the basics you know everyone wants to know how do we get our hygiene department to produce more to be more profitable to do all of those things to grow but you've got to start at the beginning <laughs>
0: absolutely and I think a lot of times we so, sort of lose sight of that. Sure. So, um, and when we go through this, really when we talk about three ways to grow your hygiene department, this is really three ways to grow any business. It is. It it's is. not it really just is. your hygiene department. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not, and it's really not rocket science either. No. It's like it but, but for some reason, <laughs> you're right. We just lose focus of yeah. that, yeah. right? So, but
1: um, all of these things have to go into play. These three key elements have to be in place. You really absolutely. can't leave one off. You've got to be no. focused on each of them.
0: Yep, because if you leave one off, I can tell you right now, your hygiene department is going to stay exactly where it is. There's no Mm -hmm. way it's going Mm -hmm. to grow. So um, the three ways to grow your hygiene department, and write this down, the first one is to increase your new patients.
1: Absolutely. You you cannot survive without the new patients. Yes, we want to have existing patients who return and have uh, loyalty to us, but sooner or later, you're going to run out of things to do on all those people. Right, so you've right. got to be able to, to have new patients come into the practice and, uh, and and keep that generationally going on and on, I guess. Is right, you right. Mm-hmm. you got to
0: keep filtering in those new patients. And we'll talk a little uh, deeper next week into really the importance of this and really mm-hmm. how it affects your hygiene department. Uh, but you've got to increase your new patients. You also have to increase the frequency of purchase. Sure. So, how often are those patients, your existing patients and your new patients, coming mm-hmm. in? And then also you have to increase that size of purchase, right? which, I mean, sounds pretty obvious, right? It
1: does. It does. And I have a great uh, example of this. Uh, knowing this, knowing that the three ways to grow your your practice are to increase your new clients or patients or customers or whatever, to increase the, the, the size of the purchase that they make, and then also to increase the frequency, keep them coming back. One day, as a trainer, you know, I, my schedule is pretty busy. I'm not, I don't have a whole lot of time for things like Haircuts and oil changes and all those things. So you have to plan those strategically, and so I needed to change the oil in my car. And I happened to be riding by and I saw a store that said we welcome new customers, and you know twenty minute oil change. And I thought that's that's right there yeah, for me. I need twenty minutes go. and I'm a new customer and I you know I'll take the, the the special. Well, of course I get there. They say absolutely we can change your oil. We'll get it done in twenty minutes. Um, and then of course. They, they started pulling out every filter in the car <laughs> <laughs> to show me how dirty it was. And here, yeah, I'm just a girl. And I, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that <me? laughs> yeah, that's right. So you need, to, you need to replace all of these filters. And, and then I, uh, my car takes uh, synthetic oil, which they say I don't have to get oil changes, but maybe 8,000 miles or so. I don't go right. quite that long sometimes. But instead of putting 8,000 miles on the sticker that they put in the window, they put three thousand miles, which is actually mm-hmm. less than it would be otherwise. So, so I thought, um, mm-hmm. they know the three ways to grow a business. They allured in a new customer, they increase the size of my purchase, and they're going to increase. The, they want to increase the frequency of my purchase right. that way. So, um, but even if I didn't come back in three thousand miles, um, they showed enough customer service that I will still be going back to that. So, so to me, even increasing the size of the purchase or, or the frequency of purchase mm-hmm. may mean that you just keep them coming back for a right. lifetime. Absolutely.
0: You know? mm-hmm. And I, and you know we will touch on this in another episode, but they also created value for sure. you, which Absolutely. is a big reason yes. why yeah. you were able to say, yeah. yes, I need that filter sure. or, yeah, I'll, I will be back and... If they, if they they just whatever. give me an
1: oil change and said, okay, see you later, come back when you can, I would have thought, well, okay, that must be what's important. there be nothing else needed to be done, and right. that's all that needed. but But they actually took the time, and because they did that, I thought they are, they are actually going above and beyond this. This is not just an oil change. They're actually coming kind of checking things out that I also don't have time to get done. <laughs> right, so.
0: <laughs> right. So they built trust and built value with you. Sure. But, yeah, they, they went back to those three ways to grow your business. Okay, good. And it's really no different. And I was actually thinking about this when, when we were talking about this topic. When we first started, the Hygiene Profit Leaders, the clinical training team, we did not exist – what would you say, six, seven, seven years ago maybe?
1: Sure, yes. I I was, I started almost six years ago when we were just getting the first hygiene or clinical training off the ground.
0: Right, so thinking back to that, so of course the Scheduling Institute, they're in the business of generating new patients Mm -hmm, first and mm -hmm, foremost, right? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that started first, Sure. and we would never have existed if we did not have clients. Absolutely. So we increased clients. Clients had a demand. If we just had
1: the same clients we had then, we would, we would run
0: out of things. We still. would, yeah. <laughs> if we never got another mm-hmm. client here, we're, we would never grow. We sure. would never exist. Mm-hmm. So then here we come, and when we started back uh-huh. in the day, yes. we had one training.
1: Yes, one.
0: One training. Now, we packed as
1: much into it as we could, but right. we had
0: one. <laughs> Which is, yeah, we did. It was a full day. Um, but then from there on, we started increasing the products that we offer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So instead of one, now we have, I believe, eight.
1: And obviously, we did that based on the need. Correct. What we heard from our clients that they needed. We didn't just assume they didn't want that one training. Right. We listened, and we realized that they could benefit from more than that one training.
0: Absolutely. And it was all all for the patient or the client, Mm -hmm. right? Everything Mm -hmm. we did was for the client Mm and what they told us they needed. And then we moved on to... When, we're, whereas we used to do one training, we have multiple trainings, mm-hmm. and we increase that frequency. Right, right. So we always say you want to have a training every three months. Sure. Because engagement
1: goes down after about ninety days. Right. So we That's want to keep that. You know, keep the trainer in, uh, kind of pumping them up, keeping them excited, keeping accountability there for what have you done since we saw you last? What are we going to do going forward? Absolutely. Um, but same thing with your patients. You know, if you've got patients who, if you can get them in, that means you have a chance to encourage them to see their health get better, to, to help them in areas that they're, they're, they're need help in. Absolutely. Um, So it it works.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I love that your analogy with the oil change, um, because I think everyone can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And whether or not you, now that you're hearing this, I bet you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's exactly what right. happened to me last mm-hmm. time I went and got my oil change. sure and but that's you know, how
1: restaurants do that I mean, everybody it, it, does it, that mm-hmm. and so
0: really as we go throughout the next weeks I want I want you to think about your hygiene department and think about these areas are you increasing new patients because there's no way your hygiene department can grow without that and if you are and if you are a hygienist you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I will never forget I worked in a practice right out of school. That was a very well-established practice, Mm -hmm. been around for a long time. And the doctor I worked for decided that he was no longer going to accept new patients. Mm -hmm. We had plenty. He wasn't interested in in getting any bigger Mm -hmm. than we were. He was very happy where we were. And I remember thinking, "Oh, cool! Well, we must be really awesome. We don't even need new." I mean, (laughs) I mean, I was like right out of hygiene school. I didn't even have any kind Mm -hmm. of business mindset whatsoever. And then I started slowly but surely noticing that I was getting all these holes in my schedule. Mm-hmm. And I hated that because sure. talk about making a day drag. <sighs> and, and again, being fresh mm-hmm. out of school, that's what I'm thinking is, man, this day is taking forever. <laughs> <Right. You know? laughs> you know? um, but I didn't think about what that, how that affected the rest of the business right. then, right? Sure. Um, and it wasn't long before we were scrounging to get new yes, patients yeah, again, yeah. so... Just, I always think about that that practice and how, when you lose focus of that, every other yeah. area in that practice is going to be. It a does because
1: died. if you're having an opening in a hygiene schedule, mm-hmm. then that's work that you don't diagnose. That is not diagnosed. It doesn't go into the doctor's schedule. You know, that's collections. That's, that's I mean, it, it all. It's a circle.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. it certainly is. So, um, so I just I encourage you to sit down with your hygiene team start going through these, you know, are you increasing new patients? Are you increasing your frequency of purchase? And we'll talk about this later. But, you know, if you have patients that um, come in once a year versus mm-hmm. four times a year, that's a big difference. Sure. You have a perio maintenance patient who wants to call every three months and say um, they'll, they don't want to pay for that perio. I mean, that's a right. big,
1: sure that makes a sure. big
0: difference. And not just the practice, but for the patient's health yes, too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. So it's not like we're just doing this for money. I mean, it always goes back. What this is going to help mm-hmm, the patient to mm-hmm, come in more mm-hmm, frequently, mm-hmm. and then increasing that size. If you are a pro fee wing exam practice and you are not offering all these amazing services outside of that,
1: you are never going to reach your goals. Never, you're just not. You're not going to grow. You're yeah.
0: And to so. be honest with you, I would not want to go to a practice that did not recommend. I agree. These services, I, yeah. I, it's like you going to get an oil change mm-hmm. and then not checking your filters and not recommending yeah, anything else. Right? Like, okay, you got exactly what you came in for, but mm-hmm. you really missed the boat on some other things. Right. And that's—I mean, you wouldn't have known that, but now that you know we're that, we're obligated you're to tell them. Yeah, we're they, oblig- they make the choice. They that's can make right. the choice
1: whether they want something or not. Right. But if we don't tell them, they don't know. That's exactly they really don't. Right?
0: Yep. Yep. So, um, like I said, we're going to dive deeper into these areas over the next few weeks. So, hope you've enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and write these three things down and really start looking in your hygiene department. And are you doing these? Are these some areas that we need to focus on? Um, Also, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes you can also request a hygiene analysis off our website. So good. make sure That's you a go to the HygieneProfitLeaders.com uh, and request that hygiene analysis. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to uh, talking with you next week.